What's good, everyone? This is Dr. Nee, and I'm really excited that you joined for another episode of The Come Up. This is going to be a good one. I think you're going to like this one. So before we get into that one, I just want to really let y'all know that, you know, we got a relationship with Physician CEO. You hear their advertisements in the beginning of the show. And for those who don't know what Physician CEO is, who it is, where all this stuff is coming from, Physician CEO is a business program out at Northwestern University out in Chicago. It's affiliated with the Kellogg School of Management, and it is a program that is intense and it helps doctors really start to look at themselves as a venture, as a startup, as opposed to an employee. So if you've ever thought about kind of starting your own practice and you want to know how to stand out and market that business or practice, or if you want to kind of transition from being an employee to having more of a leadership role in medicine and learn about marketing, This program is for you, okay? This is a really good program. I went up and I looked at their modules and I kind of vetted it first before we developed that relationship. But they recently flew me up to talk to their students up in Chicago. And I got a chance to talk to them during their last module of Physician CEO. And what I talked to them about was, how do I take a podcast or whatever venture it may be, a blog or whatever you want to look at it, as something that you're just starting out as a passion project, how do you take that and transition that into a business? So, you know, I talked to them about how to become profitable, you know, what my hiring practices were. So how do I go from working with virtual assistants to actual having employees and just the process of bringing revenue, bringing advertising to the show and just the different layers of bringing revenue to this as a business. And, you know, I enjoyed talking to them. I think they enjoyed it also the thing that I was shocked about, the thing that I found really, you know, just inspiring was meeting three listeners of Docs Outside the Box who are actually sitting in the audience who listened to the show and then took action and signed up for Physician CEO. So I was not expecting this when I got there. And it was really, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just kind of surreal that, wow, like these people were listening to my show, heard about Physician CEO and decided to take action and are really seeing amazing results from this. It was great. So what I decided to do is I talked to them for the entire night. And what I did is I connected with them after the talk afterwards. And I kind of discussed with them what their journey was like before Physician CEO to what it's like now. So my next guest is actually on the come up. Her name is Dr. Eunice Park, and she is a plastic surgeon who is based out of New York City. And she's going to be talking about her story of stepping outside the box, literally from step two, step three, and step four. And we're going to talk about kind of, you know, what she was like and how her experience was like in private practice and the dynamics of that and how she kind of just felt like she needed to, you know, flap her wings and take on more responsibility for practice and how she balanced, you know, the thought process of going to B school versus doing physician CEO, what the program did for her and how she's creating a team for herself right now, okay? You're also going to hear a very powerful statement from Dr. Eunice Park that, you know, I want you all to really think about. I had to get her to repeat this twice, okay? And it's about what it means for her to be a physician, right? So this is really important. I think you guys are gonna really like this episode. If you really do, go ahead and share this episode with someone who I've said in the past who you think is half-stepping. And then also go ahead and leave this podcast some reviews, okay? Go into Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star review. All right. So without further ado, I present Dr. Eunice Park with The Come Up. Hey, Dr. Eunice. How you doing? Welcome to Docs Outside the Box. Hi, Nee. Thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting to be here. Yeah. I'm really excited to get you here. 
And what the audience doesn't know is we actually met before. So about a couple of months ago, I think now, I think it's been a couple of months or a month, I got invited to go and speak up in Chicago to students with the Physician CEO program, specifically talking about podcasting and talking about taking something that's a passion project and making it a business. And just out of the blue, me and you happened to meet. And it just so happened that when we met, you let me know that you found out about Physician CEO, which is a business immersion program for those who are listening. You found out about that through an advertisement on this show. And then we kind of just hit it off from there. Definitely. You know, so it was really interesting because I guess when I came and spoke to you all, that was the last module of the course. And, you know, I was really interested to get your perspective on a whole bunch of different things. So that's why I brought you on the show so that we have this time to kind of just talk about Physician CEO, you know, why you listen to the podcast, why you decided to take the choice towards Physician CEO. So why don't we go ahead and just get right to it? Yeah, Sony, thank you so much for having me. I mean, I think it's exciting to be here and to speak with you because I felt like I had known you, you know, when, when we first <laughs> met. And I think that's the power of podcasting. You know, we both spoke about how um, podcasting has great reach. And, you know, this is a testament to that. I had started the Physician CEO program in February of 2019. And, you know, the program is composed of several modules in which the participants, you know, go to Chicago to the Kellogg School of Business. And it is a curriculum that is geared towards practicing physicians. And so I was participating in that. And the way you and I connected is that I was first introduced to the Physician CEO program through your podcast. The founder of the program is Guy Kazarian, mm-hmm. and yeah. he was being interviewed during your podcast. You know, it's really interesting because I oftentimes tell people, like, when I'm doing the podcast, I'm literally talking into a wall. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know who's listening, really. Like, I don't know specifically the people who I'm talking to, and I really wish that I can connect with, you know, you all more. So it's just really interesting. I like, tell us about like when you first heard this episode or when you first heard about Physician CEO. Like, what was your mindset? Where were you at? Were you in traffic? Were you at in your practice? Like, let's hear more about that. Yeah, definitely. So I'm Eunice Park and I am a facial plastic surgeon. So I practiced in the Long Island area and I did all of my training in New York City. And so I went to med school at Stony Brook on Long Island. And then I completed my head and neck surgery residency and did facial plastic surgery fellowship in New York City at the Mount Sinai Hospital. Right after training, I took a position out on Long Island in private practice. And so I was affiliated with a larger health system, but I was essentially in private practice. And I had been in the practice for several years. I had become a partner in the practice as well. During the time when I first heard your podcast, it was in the winter. I was pregnant, very, very pregnant with my second child. I was stuck in traffic on the LIE. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean the parking lot, the LIE? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So people who are familiar with New York and with traffic know that what is a 20-minute commute is easily an hour or longer commute during rush hour. So I listened to podcasts during that time. And that's when I was first introduced to the PCEO program. Mm. So, and how many years of practice now were you officially at this point? I was at about six years of practice when Mm -hmm. I first heard about the program. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's important because 
after a certain number of years of practice and in any particular practice situation, whether it's with a healthcare system or in academics or in private practice, I think that's a critical time, you know, the six to seven year mark where, you know, for me, I could see that there were certain aspects of private practice that I found very frustrating or I found very challenging. I think that, you know, the dynamics of private practice the, the landscape is changing so much. I mean, when we say private practice, what does that mean? Does that mean that you're in a solo practice? Does that mean you're in a group practice? It almost feels like you're like a dinosaur now, right? Like, right, like a right, unicorn. Or, like. Right, right. Is it a multi-specialty practice? Is it a private practice owned by a private equity group? I mean, that really throws everything into, you know, there's a different spectrum of that practice. So I was at a point when I heard your podcast where I had a lot of questions about even things like office dynamics, you know, leadership. I had questions about financials. You know, how do you read a PL statement? I had questions about strategy. How do we grow the practice? So I would actually always tap my business school friends and ask them, what do you guys think about this? Or what do you guys think about that? So I'm just in general a very inquisitive person. And that's the mindset that I was in when I heard the podcast. Now, were you able to kind of see some of those things before you kind of heard of this program? And maybe that's why you're like, I need to learn more. So for example, like were partners or I don't know how to explain, but the people who are actually making the decisions at the top, were they willing to share these numbers with you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say that they were willing to share numbers with me, but I think that I was at a point where I wanted to have the skills to better analyze the numbers. Mm, I see what you're saying. Okay. I wanted to have the skills to you know, figure out how do I change the culture of my workplace? How do I motivate office staff to get in line with the goals that we have? And so these were questions that I always sought out, you know, and I've tried to read books. And I think that I've always wanted answers to these questions. And I always thought about maybe going to business school. But, you know, I think at that point in my career, you know, having young children, you know, being a partner in a practice, in a busy practice, it's always hard. You always feel like it's impossible to step away from your job. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You kind of have like these golden handcuffs, so to speak. Yeah. Like yeah. you have this great job, great income, but also at the same time, you feel like you really can't make a move. Yeah. Or that you can't spend time to educate yourself, you know, or mm-hmm. to further, you know, expand on, you know, ideas and other types of education that you might want to pursue. And this is really interesting because you are, a very, like you have a very niche specialty, something that a lot of different hospitals, private practices would like kill to have, right? Big ticket item type of specialty, so to speak. And it's interesting that you at that point felt that way. So when you heard like the interview, when you heard like the advertisements, what was kind of going through your mind? I thought this is exactly what I was looking for. And I thought, I never even knew this existed. And I thought, had I not listened to this particular podcast, and you have many episodes, and I think that's, you know, you are a very prolific podcaster. But had I not listened to this particular podcast, I don't think I would have found out about the program. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest pulls, I think, for people, at least, is you don't necessarily want to go through the process of getting another degree, but also at the same time, you want to be at a point where you get you know, really fluent with the language. And I think that's the big pull with people in this program, at least. Right. And I think the other aspect too is sometimes we don't know the options that we have. You know, for me, I thought the option would be to get an MBA. 
Mm-hmm. And we both know how difficult that is in the setting of being a surgeon, you know, of being a parent to young children. That's a big decision to make. And I thought that's the only option I had. But I realized through your podcast and being introduced to this program that there are different options out there. So what was that conversation like with your partner when you're talking about, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna have to end up taking a flight like every <laughs> you know month or every two months or so. How often do you guys fly to Chicago? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say that the module of the program is separated into four modules. Mm -hmm. And so you are in Chicago about five, six days, okay, five, six days straight away from young children, away from work or away from family. And then there's work and readings that are done in between. And, you know, I told you that I listened to your podcast when I was pregnant with my second, but I actually had a third baby after that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and my husband is an orthopedic surgeon. Oh, wow. And okay. so, you know, just to, you know, let you in on the dynamics of the family. I mean, I think it was a busy time. And when I started the program, which was February, 2019, my baby was seven months old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I had, you know, a seven month old, a two year old and a four year old at home. And wow. the logistics of that was that I was able to recruit my parents my in-laws, a nanny. I mean, we needed a whole team to be able to cover those days that I was away. Mm-hmm. And I that's see. the only way that it worked, you know? And I think that's a really important concept because we talk a lot about in the program about so many different areas, but I think doctors especially, we need to have a tight team in every aspect of our lives. And that means the home as well as work. I mean, I think as physicians, we're doers. So we like to do, and we're always at the front lines trying to get tasks done. But for us to be able to achieve certain projects or goals or things of a more complicated or higher calling, I think that it requires a larger team to support that. So now that you've crossed the finish line, what do you think looking back is the biggest change that you've seen, you know, with you or in you after, you know, completing this program? Yeah. So what I'm going to say is that I have always been very entrepreneurial in nature. Mm -hmm. I have always been interested in how technology can improve the delivery of healthcare, of how technology could streamline the patient experience. I've always been interested in the way different industries, different sectors can collaborate in healthcare. And I think that I thought that in private practice, it would be a bit easier to be creative and to make changes. And I think for my particular situation, I was in a very, very, very large group practice. Mm, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So exponentially increased in physician number over a certain number of years. So as groups get larger, it's harder to institute policies. It's harder to be creative and to have that startup mode, you know, Mm. where you can really test out certain ideas. And that's where my frustration lied. I think that because of that, I decided to, you know, I wanted to explore more of that entrepreneurial aspect of medicine. And that led me to this program. But what I wanted to update you on is that by the time I started this program in February, I had made a decision to resign from my practice. Really? Right. Wow. So I had thought that you I could... the deuces to them. <laughs> like, peace, well, I'm out. It was to say that I didn't think that this current situation was the best fit for me. And it took a lot to get there. Good for you, though. You know, I think that once you are a partner in a practice, you feel like you've reached a certain level 
And it's kind of hard to let that go. But at the time that I started the program, I decided I was going to pursue the program without other distractions. And so I resigned from my practice. And in the middle of the program is where I actually left my practice. And so... Wait, did you have another job lined up? No, no, I didn't. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. What I wanted to really do was, there were a lot of questions I wanted to explore. I wanted to ask myself, what is it that I really want to do with my life? How do I want to practice medicine? And what makes me happy? I mean, these are basic, basic questions, but I think that I wanted to explore. I wanted to ask myself, what kind of doctor do I want to be? Not what kind of doctor do I think I should be? Mm, Not what kind of doctor. That's key. Say that again. Yo, say that again. I love that. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. It's what kind of doctor do I want to be? Not what I should Mm, be. Not what kind of doctor should I be? And we have so many pressures from so many different areas of our lives, whether it could be our parents and our family, expectations from our partner, our spouse, from our community, our friends of what we should be or what we should be doing or what they thought we should be doing. And I think I had to step away from that and ask myself, what is it that I want for myself and how can I create that? I love that answer. That's amazing. And I, (laughs) no, no, seriously, that is so key, right? Because the key thing is what you want for yourself as opposed to what, you know, the expectations from other people and how that affects how you practice and how you live your life. That is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. So I was going to ask you, like looking back, like what do you think is the most impactful thing that you've learned in this class? I guess besides learning that it's time for you to bounce, you Mm -hmm. know, from your previous gig, but what's the most impactful thing that you think you've learned from this program? I think it's the idea of value creation. Mm. And what I mean by that is, I think we have to know our worth, especially as doctors. I think doctors don't know their worth. The moment that a doctor cannot ask for their financials and their PNL statement, the moment that a doctor cannot interpret those results, and the moment that those financial decisions are outside of their control, is when I don't think that the doctor understands their value. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And I think. We all as physicians have to know our worth. And we also have to ask ourselves, not only that, but what value do I bring to the table? You know, what is my competitive advantage? You know, what differentiates me from another facial plastic surgeon down the road? You know, what differentiates my practice? And how can we use all of these things to generate value, not only for myself, but how can I generate that to those in my community and to the world? Mm. And so okay. these are, you know, loaded principles, but that's really what was captured in the physician CEO program. I love it. Well, let me ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot, but it's the last question. But, you know, now that you've been through this course, now that you, you know, you listen to the podcast, I know you listen to a whole bunch of other physician podcasts also, like what is your plan to be a doc outside the box? <laughs> I am in the process of launching my practice, but it's also launching a brand concept. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, I think that before I thought that practicing meant hanging up my name, hanging Mm -hmm. up a shingle and saying, please come to Dr. Eunice Park's practice. I think that the concepts that I learned from the physician CEO program with regard to value creation and branding and marketing, all of those things have brought me to that next level. And so I would like to be someone that is 
redefining what beauty and beauty principles are for, you know, the working woman. Mm -hmm. And I think that I am very interested in bringing certain aspects of Asian beauty culture. You know, I'm Korean. I was born in South Korea Mm -hmm. and I would like to integrate certain sort of timeless, more natural beauty practices that are really age old in Korea and bring those practices and integrate them into what we think of beauty in the United States. Well, you definitely don't see a lot of that here in the United States from a (laughs) Korean standpoint, which may give you the competitive advantage. And sounds like you may want to start a podcast, Dr. Yun. I don't know. I'm I'm just putting the feelers out there. I would love to come back on your podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely give you an update on what's been happening. So I definitely appreciate that. Well, this is awesome. I'm really glad that you decided to come on the show because I really wanted to talk to you. And I really wanted the audience just to know that like, you know, we are a community. We are helping each other, right? It's not just one-sided. And I'm just really inspired that we connected. I'm really glad that you found some benefit from, you know, the podcast and then you took action and then you were able to find, you know, huge benefits from this program. And I'm just really excited that you had like this huge mindset change. For me, that was really impactful hearing you say you want to be the doctor that you want to be, not what someone else expects you to be. So that's really awesome. Like you said, I think I got to have you back. I'm going to check on you, actually. How about this? I'm going to check on you, <laughs> put you on the spot. I love that. We're going to check on you in a couple of months or so and see how things are going with you, Dr. Eunice. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on this podcast. This is awesome. <laughs>